St. Thomas's Summa, Part 3, Question 18, Article 5. Whether the human will of Christ was altogether conformed to the divine will in the thing willed. Objection 1. It would seem that the human will in Christ did not will anything except what God willed. For it is written in the person of Christ, that I should do thy will, O my God, I have desired it. Now he who desires to do another's will wills what the other wills. Hence, it seems that Christ's human will willed nothing but what was willed by his divine will. Objection 2. Further, Christ's soul had most perfect charity, which indeed surpasses the comprehension of all our knowledge. According to Ephesians 3.19, the charity of Christ, which surpasseth all knowledge. Now, charity makes men will what God wills. Hence, Aristotle says that one mark of friendship is to will and choose the same. Therefore, the human will in Christ willed nothing else than was willed by his divine will. Objection three. Further, Christ was a true comprehensor, but the saints who are comprehensors in heaven will only what God wills. Otherwise, they would not be happy because they would not obtain whatever they will. For blessed is he who has what he wills and wills nothing amiss, as Augustine says. Hence, in his human will, Christ wills nothing else than does the divine will. On the contrary, Augustine says, When Christ says, Not what I will, but what thou wilt, he shows himself to have willed something else than did his Father. And this could only have been by his human heart, since he did not transfigure our weakness into his divine, but into his human will. I answer that, as was said in Articles 2 and 3, in Christ, according to his human nature, there is a twofold will, that is, the will of sensuality, which is called will by participation, and the rational will, whether considered after the manner of nature or after the manner of reason. Now, it was said above that by a certain dispensation, the Son of God, before his passion, allowed his flesh to do and suffer what belonged to it. And in like manner, he allowed all the powers of his soul to do what belonged to them. Now, it is clear that the will of sensuality naturally shrinks from sensible pains and bodily hurt. In like manner, the will as nature turns from what is against nature and what is evil in itself, as death and the like. Yet the will as reason may at times choose these things in relation to an end, as in a mere man the sensuality and the will absolutely considered shrink from burning, which nevertheless the will as reason may choose for the sake of health. Now, it was the will of God that Christ should undergo pain, suffering, and death, not that these of themselves were willed by God, but for the sake of man's salvation. Hence, it is plain that in his will of sensuality and in his rational will 
considered as nature, Christ could will what God did not. But in his will as reason, he always willed the same as God, which appears from what he says, not as I will, but as thou wilt. For he willed in his reason that the divine will should be fulfilled, although he said that he willed something else by another will. Reply to objection one. By his rational will, Christ willed the divine will to be fulfilled, but not by his will of sensuality, the movement of which does not extend to the will of God, nor by his will considered as nature, which regards things absolutely considered and not in relation to the divine will. Reply to objection two. The conformity of the human will to the divine regards the will of reason, according to which the wills even of friends agree, inasmuch as reason considers something willed in its relation to the will of a friend. Reply to objection three. Christ was at once comprehensor and wayfarer, inasmuch as he was enjoying God in his mind and had a passable body. Hence, things repugnant to his natural will and to his sensitive appetite could happen to him in his passable flesh.